Good morning. Thanks for tuning in. This is Pastor Julie Lewis from Asbury United Methodist Church in Smyrna, Delaware, where we share the love of God and the good news of Jesus Christ in all we do. Hello, it's Pastor Julie, and today we're finishing our series on the Apostles' Creed called What We Believe, What Christians Believe, and Why. And we are at the end of the Apostles' Creed, and we're gonna, today we're going to be talking about we believe in the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting. Our scriptures today come from John chapter 11, verses 24 to 26, and 1 Thessalonians 4, 16 and 17. From the Gospel of John, we read, Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? And then from 1 Thessalonians, for the Lord himself, with a cry of command, with the archangel's call, and with the sound of God's trumpet, will descend from heaven, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up in the clouds together with them to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. The word of God for God's people. Thanks be to God. So we are at the last of our messages on what Christians believe and why. And if you haven't noticed yet, the Apostles' Creed is like a timeline. It starts with creation, moves through events of life in the world, and is now finishing with life after this world, or what we call life everlasting. The Bible also refers to it as eternal life, one of the great tenets of our faith. In fact, if it were not for this last statement about the resurrection of the body and eternal life, we would be people without hope. Paul puts it this way in 1 Corinthians 15, 13, and 14. If there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ has not been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then our proclamation has been in vain, and your faith has been in vain. This is why Easter is so important to our faith. God raised Jesus, who was dead in the grave, gave him life through the power of the Holy Spirit. It is only through his resurrection we have hope of eternal life. Yet this last statement of faith is for most of us the hardest one to understand or explain. We can believe in God through creation because we see the created world. We can believe that Jesus was an actual human being that is God because we have historical proof of Jesus and the proof of his miracles through the witnesses, his words and actions in our scriptures. Yet it really takes an act of faith to believe in life after death. And by that I mean our physical death. Why? because we don't have the same kind of evidence. We've not been there, so to speak. And so we probably don't know anyone who has been there and returned to tell us about it either. And we know that death is coming. 
Benjamin Franklin said, in this world, nothing can be said to be certain except death and taxes. And it's true. No one escapes death. We all die. And we really don't like to think about it that much, but we do. We watch loved ones die. COVID-19 has made it especially clear by the number count every day of the certainty of death. We've seen people in our lives slowly fade away, die tragically in some sort of accident, suffer horrible deaths at the hands of others, succumb to some sort of illness or disease. And I don't know about you, but I can guess that most of us, like me, have made some sort of pronouncement on their preferred way of going. Usually, like me, they'd say they'd rather drift off to sleep and just not wake up. Watching someone else die can make us afraid of our own death. We're afraid of pain and suffering, rightly so. We're afraid of the pain of leaving others behind to grieve, of being separated from them. And we can be so sad at just the thought of not being around for important life events. We can be so afraid of death that we use lots of other names to refer to it. Passing away, going on to glory, transitioning to the next life, deceased, kick the bucket, no longer with us, resting in peace, well, we hope anyway, and so many others. Not knowing what exactly happens, not being sure of what waits for us when our body dies can leave us anxious and afraid. So what do we believe as Christians about that thing we call death and what happens next? We're going to start with what we believe about eternal life. This is the most important element because as people of faith, everything hinges on this belief. The gospel, in a nutshell, comes in John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. Faith in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, the Son of God who came into the world to die for our sins, gives us eternal life. It is a gift of grace from God through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. We talked last week about how Jesus carried the burden of all our sins to the cross, and sin no longer has power over us. Faith releases us from the judgment of sin, and by faith we are saved from death. Often, though, we kind of see eternal life as something that doesn't start until we physically die. Yet over and over in Scripture, Jesus tells us that new life, eternal life, starts at the moment we put our faith in him. In John 4, 13 and 14, Jesus tells the Samaritan woman, everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but those who drink of the water that I will give them will never be thirsty. The water that I will give will become in them a spring of water gushing up to eternal life. In John 5, 24, he says, Very truly, I tell you, anyone who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and does not come under judgment, but has passed from death to life. And in case 
That's not enough. In John 10, 27, he says, My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. That's not after our physical death, but while we are living this life here and now. See, our baptism is always seen as a sort of death, We go under the water. We are metaphorically being buried with Christ. And when we rise, we rise to new life in Christ. We call that being born again, which Jesus talks about with Nicodemus when he says, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and the Spirit. In Christ, we are a new creation. Death has been overcome and has no power over us. We enter into a new life, enter into heaven, essentially, while still walking in this world, in this body. To make it easier to understand, think of heaven as a state of existence, not a specific place. Heaven lives within us by the power of the Holy Spirit, by our faith. That living water gushing up into eternal life and connects us to the heavenly realm of the kingdom of God. We say here, but not yet, to describe the kingdom of God. We know we live in that kingdom through our faith, but it won't be fully here until Christ comes again, knowing that we have already have eternal life here and now is key to how we live our lives and how we face our physical death. And we'll talk about that more in a minute. So what does happen when we die? Is there something after this life? As people of faith, we say yes. God gave us the definite answer to that question. When Jesus died, was buried, and was resurrected. Living proof that there is life after our physical death. In John 14, 19, Jesus says, In a little while the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. And they did see him. Jesus walked out of the grave and appeared to many. We have the written record of those sightings. Mary Magdalene, the apostles, the pilgrims on the way to Emmaus, the 500 others Paul writes about, and yes, even Paul himself. But what about us normal people? After all, he is God. When the Sadducees, who did not believe in the resurrection of the body or life after death, asked Jesus about it, he said in Matthew 22, 31 and 32, And as for the resurrection of the dead, have you not read what it was said to you by God? I am the God of Abraham the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is God, not of the dead, but of the living. So in other words, the patriarchs of Israel, named by Jesus there, were still alive and with God. They were not dead, even though they had physically died long ago. Jesus told the thief on the cross, Today you will be with me in paradise. That would be a hollow statement, with little comfort if there wasn't an actual paradise. 
As people of faith, we believe there is a life everlasting. We call the place we go after this life heaven. And after wondering about death, we often wonder what it will be like since we can't know for sure till we get there. See, there's all sorts of metaphors we use for heaven that we find in Scripture. In John 14, Jesus compares it to a mansion with many rooms that he has gone to prepare for us. In Isaiah 6, we see a vision of a giant throne with seraphim and smoke and voices continually praising God. We see something similar in Revelation, a gate made of one giant pearl. Maybe you forgot that's where the pearly gates come from. And 12 gates of precious gemstones, streets of gold and a light that shines so bright there is no need for the sun. Jesus compares it to a giant wedding feast where there is room for everyone and no one is in need. The saints are all together waiting to greet us. Reverend Billy Graham, who now knows exactly what heaven is like, said at one point, think of heaven as a place of glorious fellowship with the Lord, saints, loved ones, and invigorating work to do. Think of a place where there will be no sorrow and no parting, no pain, no sickness, no death, no quarrels, no misunderstandings, no sin, and no cares. I've read a couple of books written by people who have physically died and returned to their lives here. And one book is 90 Minutes in Heaven by Don Piper. He died for 90 minutes and went to heaven for a time. He saw his family and friends and felt amazing love and peace and joy. And I love his account of that experience. Then there's The book Heaven is for Real, the account of Colton Burpo, a three-year-old who died and went to heaven and spent the next years telling his family about it, especially how much Jesus loves us. Do I think they really went to heaven? Why wouldn't I? Remember, I told you that as people of faith, we live in heaven right here and right now. So how hard is it just to move into another part of it? like taking a giant step closer to God. Each of their accounts lines up with what Scripture tells us, so I have no reason to say I don't believe them. See, faith is believing in what we cannot see. So I have faith that heaven is for real, but I do see it in my life now, which gives me more confidence and hope for what I will find in the next life. And I wait patiently for the day when Christ will come again and make it all a reality. The resurrection of the body happens when Christ comes again. And what does that mean exactly? Honestly, I don't fully understand it. We have clues, though. When Jesus was resurrected, his body was a physical body, but it definitely was different from the one he had before. Mary didn't recognize him until she heard his voice. The disciples didn't recognize him until they saw his hands inside. 
The pilgrims on the way to Emmaus didn't recognize him until he broke the bread. And before he was crucified, he didn't walk through walls. We will get new bodies. I'm counting on that. Paul compares it to a seed planted in the ground in 1 Corinthians 15 when he says, So it is with the resurrection of the dead. What is sown is perishable. What is raised is imperishable. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown a physical body. It is raised a spiritual body. What I am saying, brothers and sisters, is this. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Listen, I will tell you a mystery. We will not all die, but we will all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. For this perishable body must put on imperishability, and this mortal body must put on immortality. What is buried is like a seed, and what comes up doesn't look like that seed at all. We just don't know. But we do know that whatever happens... It will be beautiful. So, okay, so what? Why does believing in the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting make a difference to Christians? See, it makes a difference in how we live and in how we face death. The resurrection gave us power over death, and our faith in Christ gives us eternal life that starts now. Death cannot have its way with us. We are alive forever in Christ, no matter what happens to this mortal body. Knowing this life is not all there is gives us hope, gives us courage to face that last great unknown. Jesus told us, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not let them be afraid. In Christ, we do not have to be afraid. Nothing can separate us from the love of God we find in Jesus. We can face the physical death of our loved ones knowing we will be reunited with them in heaven. We have hope even in our grief. He will come again and will come to judge the living and the dead. Jesus tells us over and over that we don't know when that will happen. He tells parable after parable that we are to live each day as if he's coming today. Be ready. Follow his words. Walk in his ways. Wait patiently For his return, when there will be a new heaven and a new earth, and no more pain and no more suffering, only joy and love, but live in this life as though the master will return any day. We don't know the hour he will return, but we know it will be glorious. So get ready. 
Live right now as though you believe you live forever in the love of God we find in Jesus Christ. Live your life as if you are living in heaven right now and rejoice that we will all be there together someday. We believe in the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.